This episode of Tinfoil Tales comes with a content warning and a reminder that this podcast is for mature audiences only. Unless I haven't been paying attention, man, the moon doesn't look normal. You keep the pressure on, correct? We stay until we win, is that right? At the moment, you're under arrest for incitement. Have you guys been following me? We're winning, folks. Okay, we're winning. We're pushing back the dark. You ask simply two questions to find a filthy Freemason demolet. Where did you go to school? Which primary school? Which high school? And who's your daddy? Hi, everyone. I'm Sauce. And I'm Sandy. Welcome to Tinfoil Tales. Today, we are going to take a look at the movie that has the global movement in a bit of a tiz. Yep, we watched it so you don't have to. And Sandy, we've got our red ensigns at half mass today, following the sad news that one of the movement's favourite politicians, Jenard Rennick, will be dropped from the Senate ticket at the next election. Oh, <sighs> I know. A man so concerned about the cashless society that he consistently voted for cashless Hindu credit cards. A man so concerned about the safety of the children, he consistently voted to keep them in immigration detention. A man who doesn't believe in climate change. Well, why would you when you own shares in many different mining and drilling companies? Don't they complain that Fauci owned shares in a pharma company and that that was proof of some big scam? Mm-hmm. Anyway... Don't let the door hit you on the way out, Senator. Okay, sound of freedom. First, we'll do a quick review. Then we'll chat a little bit about the reaction from some of the people in the movement, which has been a lot. We'll talk a little bit about the people either in the movie or supporting the movie. And then we'll finish up with some real talk about child trafficking. Sound of Freedom was actually shot in 2018 and was bought by 21st Century Fox but shelved when the studio was brought by Disney. Angel Studios, a Utah-based production company, then secured the rights and after trying to get Netflix to pick it up, crowdfunded the money for the distribution and marketing campaign. The movie opens with a dad taking his two children to what appears to be a modelling shoot with a woman directing them to pose for a camera. The kids are being encouraged to pose in a variety of ways. The girls are told to put their hair over one shoulder, put on lipstick and undo the top button of their t-shirt. It doesn't take long to realise that this isn't a modelling shoot, it's a front for a child kidnapping ring. The dad shows up to get his kids and they are gone. Enter the central character Tim Ballard, a man who worked for the Department of Homeland Security and founded an NGO called Operation Underground Railroad. We see scenes of Tim catching bad guys and watching online content. So Tim arrests a bad guy, Pedo, and for some reason, the bad guy just believes Tim when he tells him he is secretly a pedo <laughs> and wants a young boy. And just like that, a boy is brought across the border for him and it is one of the kids from the start of the movie. The little boy then tells Tim about his sister and he promises to find her. That bit was just like, it's so believable, guys. So believable. So this like really super bad guy is sitting in a jail cell and Tim, who he knows is a policeman, just goes and takes him out of the jail cell and they go and sit like 
in the lunchroom and share a cigarette together. And by the end of the conversation, <laughs> one conversation, the guy's like, sure, mate, no worries. Here's a kid. Tell me what you want. I'll get them for you. Well, if it was that easy, wouldn't we all just be doing that? So our hero teams up with some undercover type dudes in South America and they create a sting operation featuring an island. Yep. An island. Of course. Of course. And again, after like one meeting with the bad guys, they get the confidence of them and they convince them to bring 50 kids to the island and they'll give them like $100,000. Woohoo! Yep. So naturally they go, sure, no worries. And they rock over to the island and the cops are there and the bad guys are arrested. Kids are saved and they start doing hand claps. And one of the good guys says, hear that? It's the sound of freedom. And it's... <laughs> I was actually singing, we... <laughs> I was shedding a tear at that stage. I thought, look at that. It's just beautiful. It's so beautiful, guys. Oh, dear. Unfortunately, the young girl Tim swore to save isn't on the boat, so he has to go deep into the jungle to find her. He pretends to be a doctor and ends up in the exact camp where the girl is being held. What are the chances? <laughs> he obviously saves her. He's completely on his own at this point and manages to evade lots of guards with lots of guns. They were terrible at shooting in that <laughs> stage. I actually do recall thinking that. I'm like, all those gunshots are not one hit Correct. target. But anyway, in the end, he rescues the child and takes her back to her father. Aww. Yeah. So that's pretty much the whole movie. It actually goes for two hours and is really not that great. Forget questions about the veracity of the content. It's just an ordinary movie. The script is predictable. The acting is hit and miss. There is no character development. It's just not a great movie, was it? No, it just what Like, it's not a hor horrible movie. Like, you know, the cinematography seems pretty good. It was just... And movies aren't real, so we know that. Like, it was very much, like, over-dramatised. Yes, yes, correct. Like, lots of, lots of, you know, the Tim Ballard character close-ups of his emotionally sad face I mean he he was okay as 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 in the movie but it was just what was that flat. actor's name what's his name Jim Jim Caviezel, Caviezel. we're yeah. hearing all about him at the mm. moment <laughs> and then of course I was watching a copy of Telegram <laughs> yeah that one went around and it was disappearing and then it was reappearing and, and about, disappearing <laughs> about a third of the way through a guy appeared on the screen with like a blender a food blender in front yes. of him and he's putting different things in the blender and words pop up on the screen like sports and cricket. And I'm like, wowee, this is this has gotten a bit abstract. <laughs> like, what's going on here? What are they trying to say? And then I realized it was an embedded ad for a sports gambling <laughs> company. I have to admit too, I had to do, had to do like a double take. I'm like, what's going on here? And then, oh yeah, I see. Yeah, bootlegs copy <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> the cringest moment though is when Tim's boss asks him why are you still doing this? And he says the movie's tagline, because God's children are not for sale. And, you know, I am a Catholic. And I did go, technically not true, because Jesus was actually sold for 30 pieces of silver. Oh, was he? Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Um, I just might, did a massive eye roll. We might <laughs> talk more a bit later about whether God's children are for sale. So, 
You'd think the whole movement would be right behind the movie, right? Well, not so fast. As usual, they second, third and fourth guess everything, so things have been a bit weird. Hello, Reignite family. I very, very rarely make angry or annoyed videos, and there is a specific reason I do that, so that when I do make a video like this, it is taken seriously, and I hope this one is, because I am very, to be honest, disappointed with the freedom movement. Okay, so the sound of freedom has come out, and with that has come all of this slandering, absolute rubbish. And what you don't realise is that you are actually doing the bidding of our enemy by taking rumours and spreading them around everywhere. Enough is enough. There are too many people in the freedom movement that are addicted to drama, they're paranoid, and they like to see the worst when there isn't even the worst. And let me tell you, a screenshot with words on it is not proof. Anyone can write that. With AI these days, we can even have fake interviews made, but that's, you know, that's a bit deeper. But five years ago, the movie was gonna be funded by someone, but now it's funded by someone different. Oh, and Tim is a, he's a Freemason and he wants to microchip children. You guys are absolutely doing the work of the enemy and it is embarrassing and I'm ashamed of you. And I'm, I'm sorry, but this movie is a good thing. And let's say Tim wanted to do those things, even if he did, the movie itself is bringing the pedophilia conversation into dinner, onto dinner tables, into lounge rooms. This is a positive thing. Stop looking for evil where it isn't. You know, something good finally happens for us and there's a group of people that just have to try and make it bad. And you're absolutely working against us. Don't you consider that these rumours are actually planted by infiltrators and then idiots like you take it and spread it and you put questions into people's heads that don't need to be there? Like, we already have a, a big enough enemy with the globalists, okay? We don't need to be fighting against each other. And I, I've just absolutely had it. If I see rumours in my feed, I'm going to block you and I'm going to delete you because you need to do your own research, you need proof before you talk about things, and you need to stop doing the work of the enemy. We hate misinformation and disinformation from the mainstream media, so why are you doing it too? If there's proof, absolute proof, then please do say something, because then it needs to be said. But you are working against the movement, and I don't have time for it anymore. And you need to grow up, you need to do your research, and you need to stop spreading lies and working for the enemy. That's it. Dear, the patron saint of Packy is disappointed. <laughs> she brought real school mistress vibes to that video. I'm sure everyone is hanging their heads in shame. Mm. And what's about the part when she was telling them to stop spreading misinformation and disinformation? Mm. Oh my gosh. So, Sauce, you shared a post that they believe Paul Walker, the deceased actor from Fast and Furious, is in fact not dead that he in fact faked his death as he was uncovering child trafficking and is now Tim Ballard somehow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Apparently Tim Ballard is now actually Paul Walker because, I don't know, they're both men. They're both white. <laughs> they've both got dirty blonde hair and blue eyes, so oh, they've got to be the same person. It makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah, the funniest thing, though, is that Paul Walker was actually dating a 16-year-old when he was a 30-year-old man, so oh. save the children. Mm. I reckon, maybe. And then you have people saying that the whole thing is a Freemason psyop aimed at making parents so scared for the safety of their children that they will get them microchipped. 
The film was financed by a man called Carlos Slim, who they say made his money from the drug trade and has donated to both the Clinton Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. (laughs) Whoa, double whammy. Yeah, or that it isn't realistic enough as the trafficking is being done in the jungle and not on Hollywood Boulevard. I mean, it can't be real because Hillary Clinton isn't even in it. (laughs) Yeah. And where's all those high-level politicians and the child protective services that are supposed to be the real child trafficking Mm. anyway? And of course, it turns out Tim Bollard is actually a Freemason. Of course he is. (laughs) And now there are photos of Jim Caviezel with the old one-eye pose. Sounds like another Mason then. Uh, This whole Freemason thing, everyone's a bloody Freemason. But opinions have been praised and shouted down. People have been told off for posting things that discredit it, while others refuse to be silenced. It's been actually great watching it play out. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I love when they fight amongst themselves. It makes me laugh. Yeah, let them fight. (laughs) Now for the real news. The hit film Sound of Freedom has come under unfair scrutiny by left-leaning media outlets, accusing linking the film to a movement that's baseless and a distortion of the truth. Sound of Freedom tells the heroic story of Tim Ballard, a former government agent who rescued numerous children from sex traffickers in Colombia. The undeniable evidence of Ballard's courageous efforts have saved lives and shattered the lies peddled by the left, yet outlets like Rolling Stone and The Guardian persist in their attempts to tarnish the film's reputation. It's a disheartening display of their twisted agenda prioritizing their narrative over the truth and the victims of child trafficking. The left's desperate tactics won't deter us from standing with Tim Ballard and exposing the horrors of child trafficking, and the truth will prevail. We won't let them bury it. Get the full story by tapping the link in our bio. Okay, so now let's take a look at the main players either in the movie or supporting it to try and understand what their motivation might be for their involvement. So first up, we will look at the star of the movie, Jim Caviezel. So Jim is probably most recognized for playing the lead in Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion of the Christ. He is devoutly Catholic and has appeared in a number of movies and audiobooks about religion. He sees Passion of the Christ as the most important project of his career, but believes that because of that movie, he was blacklisted by Hollywood, something that Mel Gibson had warned him about when he offered him the role. Jim goes to great lengths to say that Sound of Freedom has nothing to do with QAnon. (laughs) Yet he attended a QAnon conference in 2021 Uh and has appeared on Steve Bannon's podcast a few times, most recently Mm -hmm. saying QAnon is a good thing. He uses all the Q talking points. The storm is coming and a lot of stuff about Adrenochrome and Hillary Clinton. The QAnon stuff. Um, uh, Jim's QAnon. Well, let's look into that because that could be really evil. Um, somewhere in Congress, they said QAnon is racist. Okay. Well, we don't like that, right? But so is the Ku Klux Klan. And that's another letter. It's a K. We don't like the letter Q. We don't like the letter K, but they don't go after the letter K. And I started looking into Senator Byrd and, and he was a grand wizard. Hillary Clinton's tied to him and Joe Biden's tied to him. Now, understand this is a Ku Klux Klan now. And, and there is a lot of data that can prove that the Ku Klux Klan is an evil organization. And so are the Nazis. One could say that they're also racist, but they don't go after those. Only the QAnon. Now, 
if I, by way of analogy, but one if I remaining. were, yeah, if I were the apostle uh, Saul, and I'm a Pharisee, I'm going to go after the Christians. I'm going to take them down. Now remove Christians and let's make it QAnon. I'm going to destroy them because the Romans told me they're evil. I'm going to destroy them because my own church staff, my Pharisee fellow Pharisee said evil. I'm going to take them out. And then find, and then you find out it, it's not QAnon. It's Q and Anons. And Q puts out a question. And you're not allowed to ask questions anymore. Not allowed to. And the Anons, they look it all up. And, and they start looking and investigating this stuff. I never knew about them while I was doing this movie, Sound of Freedom. It has nothing to do with our film. But it's really interesting that they pointed to this immediately and said, that guy's one of them. He's bad. I'll tell you the rest after that. Break. Jim, we have to have you back soon. I'm sorry we're out of time. Angel.com slash Jim. Jim, thank you for your courage and your willingness to speak out. You are in the middle of the spiritual war. And we're praying for you and keep your spiritual disciplines on the top of your list because the enemy is not happy with what you're exposing. Um quite sure why he thinks people don't go after the Ku Klux Klan and the Nazis, but Biden and Hillary, Sandy, <laughs> Biden and Hillary. Oh my God. <laughs> Here he is with, you know, General Flynn. Of course. <laughs> confirming that he is in fact on a mission from God. This is a constant and consistent theme. God is my protector and I am here to save children in his name. Why should other people actually stand up and do the right thing for other people? Well, I'll just start. General Finn, can I start this off? Please. Okay. Okay. Um, I just saw this from Wall Street Silver, um, and it's got uh, 4.7 million views. So let's just start there. It says, his days are numbered, re referencing me. They will make it look like an accident. He is likely correct. The CIA does this, and it is used for blackmailing their assets in high places to keep them in line. Hollywood actor Jim Caviezel says CIA operates world's biggest pedophile ring. Well, <clears throat> let me explain something to uh, all of you in the world that think that I'm a little girl and I'm afraid of you. Mm. I'm not scared in, in the least bit. I gave, God brought me into Hollywood to become an actor. He asked me to do that. He was my intel officer, the greatest God, that the only God, mm -hmm. and he loved me enough to give me a purpose in my life because I was the lowest of the low at that time. And I would gladly trade my life to save these little ones because the screaming that I heard was so horrific. I can't sleep at night. At three in the morning, for whatever reason, I can hear it. So like David, mm -hmm. I love my God. I love him so much that I would give my life for him. Do you understand that? My life is okay especially if it saves these little ones. So I want you to understand that when you try to do what you did to me on the passion of the Christ, change the world narrative, you never scared me, and you don't scare me now. And it's also, I just want to say, I love General Flynn yeah. and how he gave his life. And guys like that inspire me. Warriors that I work with, SEAL teams that I work with. Not the media. Yes, there's good media like Lara Logan, people that are giving their lives to actually go down there, not your stupid fact checkers. And by the way, do you have to go to fact checking school? Where is that like a doctorate degree, a master's degree? I'm asking Christians, public forget about Christians, wake up, stop fearing the devil more than you fear God. 
Stop being afraid. Mm -hmm. Stop. My, unlike you, I know I'm going to die someday. I'm not going to die by my own hand. I'm, I'm not going to commit suicide. I'm not, uh, 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 it may happen from an accident, and this has happened before, after the Passion of the Christ. That's right, 2009. Look up that date on Our Lady of Feast of Mount Carmel, what you tried to do. I'm not afraid of you. i got the Blessed Mother. She's with me. Our Lady of Guadalupe, she's with me. But our Lord Jesus Christ, who I love with all my heart, I do not fear you at all. You should fear God. God is my intel officer. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that comment at the end about what happened at the end of Passion of the Christ, he was struck by lightning during filming. And I think he's trying to say that was a hit of some kind in this clip, but wouldn't that mean it was God trying to strike him down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd take the hint if I was you, Jim. Uh, this clip, though, probably demonstrates just how far into cue Jim actually is. This one's from Steve Bannon's podcast. For labor, for slave labor, or is it... Is adrenochrome. It, uh, uh, um, the whole adrenochrome empire. The, this is a big deal. It's, uh, it is under, listed under the NIH. It is, uh, is a chemical compound. It's a molecular structure. It's uh, C9H9NO3. It is, uh, it, it's an elite drug that they've used for many years. It's 10 times more potent than um, uh, heroin. And um, it has some mystical qualities as far as making you look younger. Tim's wife in the movie is actually played by Mira Servino. It's a very small part, um, but she's actually been active politically for a long time. In fact, from 2009 to 2012, she was a United Nations goodwill ambassador for combating human trafficking. I think she's appeared in this movie just to bring attention to a cause that she obviously knows is Israel. Yeah, yeah. And in it, really, the only thing she does is her whole point of her character in the whole thing is to tell him to quit his job and chase the bad guys. Correct. But one of the biggest supporters of the movie has obviously been Mel Gibson. Boy, they love Mel Gibson and seem pretty okay with just ignoring the whole anti-Semitic thing, you know, because they agree mm. with him. But anyway, they believe that Mel has been warning everyone about the secret Hollywood pedophile ring since 1998, using an old video as proof. In the video, Mel predicted that Hollywood would turn on him, that actors are actually demons and that something was very wrong in Hollywood and that he needed to expose it. But the video doesn't tell the whole story. Of course it doesn't. Mm, of course not. The interview was recorded in 1998 during press tours for his movie, Conspiracy Theory, which had the tagline, The Paranoia Begins August 8th. So the video comes from a 24-minute interview where Gibson was asked about a range of topics, things like career development, casting sessions, and the role of money in the industry. The video has been edited, played out of order, and had some dark and scary music attached to it to make it seem like Mal is talking about a dark cabal of adrenochrome-drinking devils. <laughs> it omits entire sentences, instead just collecting parts of sentences that sound really bad when joined together. I mean, it does. So I mean, I've seen it, that clip a few times and it does. It sounds like, wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're going to have to post it to somewhere. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it on our Twitter <laughs> or something. It's not what it is at all. <laughs> People also believe that Mal is a producer on the movie, but he isn't. There is no listing of him in the credits. I'm wondering where he they keep bringing him in for this. Tim Ballard himself keeps saying, you know, Mel helped me with, you know, the final edit. Um, 
But I'm not sure if that's just trying to bring some kind of credence to the movie. Yeah, yeah. But they do love Mel. Um, they really do. You know, there's a picture going around of Mel Gibson with the orange man and Roger Stone down at the UFC, which, you know, <laughs> they're loving that. Um, but Mel isn't new to conspiratorial thinking. Back in 1995, he actually said President Bill Clinton was a low-level opportunist and someone was telling him what to do. He said that the Rhodes Scholarship was established for young men and women who want to strive for a new world order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was quite cooked and mm-hmm. oh, red Mel's cooked very, very early. <laughs> Mel's dad's even more cooked than Mel, if that was possible. Oh, my gosh. Mm. <laughs> oh, we know it's possible. We, how far that goes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tony Robbins, self-help guru, is an executive producer of the movie and Matt Schlapp, the chair of the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, is also involved. Matt is a longtime lobbyist, has worked for Fox, and his wife was director of strategic communications for the one and only Donald Trump. Mm, it's crazy how much these people are all linked together. Okay, let's talk about Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad, and I actually wish we were doing an interactive Zoom call right now because there's a lot of pieces of string on an imaginary whiteboard in my head. (laughs) Back in 2019, Tim Ballard got a team of people together to unveil his plans to use human trafficking as a way to build an empire. In his words, take the sizzle off the rescue to lead people to the covenant. He had a diagram linking different not-for-profit organizations together, each with a different name, and how they would all feed into his personal brand. It's believed that this presentation was to secure backing from wealthy benefactors, one of which heads up the Child Liberation Foundation, a not-for-profit located in Utah, whose tax-exempt status was revoked in 2020 for not filling in any financial documentation. It's headed up by a millionaire fund manager, Paul Hutchinson, who says one of the main characters in the movie is based on him. Which the one? The other, uh, the rich guy. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the weird guy. Yeah, the other benefactor is a prophet. Yep. Yep, you heard me, Sandy. A prophet. Wow. Right. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Yep, his name is Melville Russell Ballard Jr., no relation to Tim. Oh, Okay. <laughs> What are the chances? Very strange. Who is a high-ranking millionaire member of the Mormon Church. Another organisation Tim is involved with is the Nazarene Fund, a not-for-profit set up by Glenn Beck, the conservative media star and founder of Blaze Media, with Tim as the CEO. Man, these strings. Beck regularly appears on Christian Patriot shows to share the good work being undertaken by the Nazarene Fund always with a plea for more money, but never mentions that he and Ballard are actually Mormons. Next up is Tim's wife's pet project, Children Need Families, which was initially set up to assist with the aftercare of rescued children. But after meeting with a psychic who was helping them find a child kidnapped from an orphanage in Haiti, they started adopting the kids from the orphanage into Mormon families. Interestingly, Ed Smart used to be a key advisor for children needs families. Ed's daughter Elizabeth was rescued after being abducted, not by a cartel, by a man who believed he would ascend to profit status if he had seven wives. <laughs> anyway, 
Ed worked at Children Need Families until he didn't. One of the reasons he said he left was that it was simply a money-making scheme. So remember I said we were going to come back to that tagline, God's children are not for sale. Yes. It's very interesting. So Tim Ballard has an unregulated private adoption agency that he gets unverified orphans from Haiti and places them with wealthy Christian and Mormon families in America. So as long as you have around $20,000, you won't need to worry about pesky frameworks or constraints or rules or guidelines. They'll just literally bring you a child. Holy crap. (laughs) That's intense. Yeah. And they think the government does that. Uh, This is the hardest, like, as I was looking at all of this, was the stuff where I'm just like. They're projecting (laughs) so much. There were a lot of boxes on the whiteboard. Foundations, equity trusts, details about tax exemptions, all with arrows funneling down to timballard.com. Financial records from 2020 show that Operation Underground Railroad had revenue of $47.5 million with functional expenses of $13 million. Functional expenses are things like salaries, which means it turned a profit of $34 million, which is strange for a charity. Other charities in the same space tend to actually run at a loss. (laughs) A profit? Of $34 million for one year. Follow the money, guys. But that, I mean, it can't be right, can it? It can't be. Isn't he staging like rescue missions every 20 minutes, rescuing all these children all around the world? That so, must, cost, must cost a lot of money. You would think so. You would, wouldn't you? Hmm. Well, I can guess I've not done well, it, but I think so. About those rescue missions. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> So Vice reported that a lot of the claims made by Tim Ballard are unsubstantiated and dramatically overstated. Mm -hmm. Some people who have volunteered with them raise the possibility that they actually create demand for victims by going on undercover missions that seem to just be groups of men walking around bars asking for underage girls. Oh, yuck. They've taken credit for other agencies' work after making small financial donations to them and then advertising their involvement and making it sound much, much bigger and that they were actually there when they weren't. When Ballard appeared in a congressional session, he spoke about the role Operation Underground Railroad played in the rescue of a young trafficking survivor, a story he has repeated in articles and media appearances. But it wasn't true. The young woman rescued herself and didn't actually meet anyone from Underground Railroad until years later. What? And then there was the failed rescue attempt of the young boy we mentioned in Haiti. That boy was kidnapped from the front of a Mormon church house. The failed rescue attempt was based on intelligence from a psychic based in Utah, not from an agent deep inside the cabal. (laughs) And recently, Tim made a claim that Underground Railroad was collaborating with American Airlines, again, bringing legitimacy to their work. But they weren't working together at all. They bought an ad for an (laughs) in-flight advertisement. And this one's going to blow your mind. In a weird, weird connection, Ballard was a student at the same university as Bill Hillar, 
the real life man behind the Taken movies. <laughs> Hitler was a teacher there. So he was an ex-Green Beret CIA guy whose daughter was snatched and sold into slavery. He went on the speaking circuit telling stories about his daughter, working with agencies to protect children, and using almost the same messages that Tim Ballard uses today. But here's the thing. His whole backstory was made up. He was never in the CIA. He was never a Green Beret. And his daughter was never kidnapped. <laughs> Just a bunch of liars. <laughs> Wild. Hey guys, Tim Ballard here, CEO of Operation Underground Railroad. I want to respond to a lot of questions we're getting about this whole Wayfair thing. Look, bottom line, law enforcement's going to flush that out and we'll get our answers sooner than later. But I want to tell you this. Children are sold that way. For 17 years, I've worked as an undercover operator online. No question about it. Children are sold on social media platforms, on websites and so forth. So I'm glad people are at least waking up to it, especially right now. Because 2020 has been an absolutely horrifying year for children. And this is why. There's been unintended consequences due to the COVID-19 lockdowns and the shutdowns. Kids are taken out of the infrastructure that's keep, that keeps them safe. They're told to sit on their, their smartphones and their laptops. And the pedophiles are doing the same thing. They're also home, jobless, and they're accessing our kids. And it's really bad. The reports that came out from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have confirmed that there's been literally millions of additional reports of child sex assault originating online than there was the same time last year. Our kids are vulnerable. And when we made the decisions to lock everything down, somehow we didn't bring them to the table. They weren't part of the discussion. So that was Tim back in 2020 talking about the Wayfair conspiracy where they had everyone believing kids were being sold online disguised as cabinets. Oh my God, remember that? We yep. spoke a little bit about that we on did. the previous we did. Uh, episode, how they clogged up all the mm. phone lines, these hotlines that were set up for people, for victims to call in. But all these people in this moral panic were calling in saying, there's, there's children being kidnapped in cabinets and wasted their resources. And look, that was the reason for the dramatic increase in calls to hotlines, panic. Not because of lockdowns, not because kids were being snatched off the streets because schools were closed. Yeah, you got to be really Red bad. light district, you got to be really bad, <laughs> okay, to get arrested in Holland. They were arrested in 2020, fugitives, they ran. And they were hiding, no one knew who they were. Well, this, this, they rear their ugly heads. Um, this, the leader, this guy named Nielsen Matlin, he raises, I'm, in, I'm literally in Poland at the time, at our, at our staging operation for Ukraine. And I get this information that this guy in Mexico is trying to traffic kids out of Ukraine. Yeah. And, and so I, I go undercover. The Dutch asset who gave me that information infiltrated me and I'm undercover talking to this guy. Well, in, in the end, we ended up, in fact, just yesterday, two of the guys were convicted in Ecuador because it led us to Ecuador, a child sex hotel, this pedoph these pedophiles from Holland and set up. But I, that's a two, we'll get into that another time. Okay. But the point I'm making is, I had to study their literature. This was a this was a political platform. This was a political party. And what I started recognizing is I I, I named them the I don't know what I call I call it the pedophile network doctrines. Okay, yeah. it's what, like they include things like separate children from parents because parents are bad influence. The state knows best. Sexualize kids. Let them see pornography. Two. Karl Marx. Three. Take God out of education because that mm -hmm. just gets in the way. And kids, consent, consent, consent. Children can consent to anything. At 12 years old, they should be able to vote. They should be able to do anything. Now, wh what am I seeing here? I'm, I'm, 
my stomach is getting sick as I'm reading this. I read this every day. It's the woke left agenda. I'm not saying that they're colluding or talking. It doesn't matter. It's the same dark source. And they are pedophiles are sitting back right now going, we've been pushing this agenda for decades. And now we don't have to push anymore because the left is taking care of for us in America, in America. And, and, and this whole trans voice on children, you know, again, I'm libertarian. Adults do what you want. I'll fight for your right to do whatever you want. Okay. In terms of adult, I'm talking about children. And, and what they're saying is children can consent to having their bodies filled with a chemical that will destroy the reproductive system. Yeah. They can consent to ripping apart their genitalia. Like, this is insanity. Why? In and of itself, it's horrible. But what it's going to lead to is what the pedophiles have been asking for. If you can consent to that, guess what? What's more fluid than gender? Age. Oh, the woke agenda. The leftists, they're coming for your kids. Oh, it's all so predictable and mm -hmm. all too much. But let's get back to the central plot of the movie itself. A boy and girl kidnapped from their father. Tim rescues the little boy and then promises to save his sister. This, according to Tim, is based on a real case that happened in Mexico where a man was smuggling children over the border. But that wasn't the case at all. The man was a landlord in America and the boy lived in his complex. He often took him over the border to visit his mother with the permission of the boy's grandmother. So he wasn't smuggled into America from Mexico. He lived in America and visited his family in Mexico. That's a real twist, hey? Real love. I just love mm. the way that they twist and do, you know, twist the stories around to suit them. But anyway, here's the thing. The little boy was being abused by the landlord. In fact, a lot of children in the apartment complex were being abused by the landlord because children are more likely to be abused by people they know than being kidnapped off the street. But that doesn't play into the whole global cabal of adrenochrome binging leftists, does it? Sadly, we do live in a world where children are subjected to over-sexualization, a world that glamorizes children a world where not all children are safe. A great example of this over-sexualization is the pageant industry in America where very young children are dressed up like dolls, wearing clothes that aren't age-appropriate, and it's gross. And the pageant industry in 2015 was valued at $5 billion. Mm. That's a lot of money. We live in a world where evil people lark, sharing photos of children that have been posted on Facebook or Instagram. There is a pedophile network in the world, without doubt. Back in 2011, Operation Rescue, a joint task force in the UK, identified a forum that had 70,000 members at its peak across 30 countries. The operation identified 670 sub suspects and 230 abused children. In 1998, British police led Operation Cathedral, which broke up a major international child pornography ring called the Wonderland Club. It involved 1,500 police officers from 13 countries that led to the arrest of 104 suspects. In Australia, Task Force Argos was set up as a separate branch of the Queensland Police Force tasked with the investigation of online child exploitation and abuse. In 2004, they assisted an international task force take down a child pornography website and saw the arrest of 154 Australians. At one point, the task force ran a child pornography site 
for some 11 months as part of their investigation. A podcast recommendation from me on this is called Hunting Warhead. So we've got legitimate authorities out there and organisations. Absolutely. Actually, and, and it's not new. I think, children. I think this is the thing that I don't understand with a lot of the things that the, the freedom movement, whatever we want to call them, deal with. It's like they woke up in 2020 and discovered that there's child sex trafficking. Like, it just, like it's just happened. Yeah, that's right. And I find it really um, exploitative. They're exploiting Absolutely. the issue and they're muddy, muddying up the issue. Like there was a time not that long ago when the word pedophile was like, ugh, cringe. Mm. Now we just say it, pedophile. It means nothing. Like yeah. they've, they've so diluted the meaning of the term pedophile. Mm. But, you know, the, the issue with the version of truth peddled by QAnon is that it actually slows down the work of people who are actually are trying to save children. You know, here's a quote from someone who works at Child Help. If you get people constantly crying about abuse day in and day out on social media, that is not real. That is, everybody in Hollywood is part of a mass cabal drinking the blood of children, which, which is literally one of the conspiracy theories, drinking from their adrenal glands to stay young. This madness drowns out a child asking for help, a parent that needs resources. It drowns out anyone that's a survivor who is trying to get in touch with us. And in a strange way, it gives predators a little protection because if everyone's crying abuse, then maybe the guy down the street didn't do it either. Fantastic quote. And actually, it's true that we've heard that from many different organizations. The infatuation with this stuff in the movement is insane. And it just reminds me so much of Tom Tanaki's pedophile fantasist piece. You can find that on Tom's YouTube. But now they have themselves convinced that Avicii, Chester Bennington, Anthony Bourdain, and Chris Cornell were all killed as they were working on a documentary to expose child trafficking. The documentary was called The Silent Children. And even the production company who had been involved in that project have said, that these guys had nothing to do with it at all. Like, they just keep making this shit up. But it keeps popping up in Telegram channels. So I guess it must be true, right? And I think that's the, that's the reality of how little attention or care they actually have to this issue like every other issue, yeah? yeah. Because if they actually cared about this issue, they would actually take the time to understand it more deeply to do their own research and find their own facts. And they would see very easily that child exploitation is something that is not hidden. It is something that countries all around the world, the United Nations, every government, every police force, every agency has the same goal, which is to stop child exploitation. And that's not just in the form of, um, you know, child sexual trafficking. It's kids who are snatched off the street and made to work in mines that are made to work in sweatshops. In some countries, it's young boys who are taken and forced to join the military. You know, like children are exploited in many, many, many different ways. And it's just so frustrating that they care so little about the thing they say they care so much about that yeah. they can't even be bothered to look anything up for themselves. They just share and reshare and reshare 
the same shit. And they jumped the shark on it too. Oh, I think the Paul Walker one is the example of that. Like Paul Walker is Tim Ballard. Like what? Yeah, and then they want to be taken seriously and no one's going to take you seriously at all. And, and, you know, I hate to say it, Monica was right. Yeah, she was right. It was just funny coming from her, telling them stop spreading misinformation, disinformation. Only she had that passion for COVID and all the other things. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been lovely. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's crazy. Like they genuinely – it, it's why it's wild to me. It's it's wild, but you know, it give them twenty minutes and they'll moved on to something else. So, what of Tim Ballard? Well, in the past few days, it's come to light that he has quietly stepped away from Operation Underground Railroad, with some sources saying that he was pushed out. He recently appeared on a Fox News segment and was introduced as the founder of the Spear Fund, and on their website, it states. The Spear Fund relies on experts in the field of anti-trafficking to consult on its many projects. And their donation page? Already active. This is the reaction and the movie hasn't even officially made it to our shores yet, if it even will. And uh, trust me, they're trying. (laughs) We've seen My Place members sending emails off, posting their replies <laughs> they're sending off emails all to the little cinemas that all around around the area asking for it to be screened locally or to if they could book a cinema privately they just really really want to see it in the cinemas but rest assured if it does expect some more chaos and theories to run rampant while our save the children faction get predictably triggered and ramped up perhaps ricardo will become the aussie tim ballard hey sauce <laughs> Lord knows the movie is straight up out of a Ricardo fantasy novel. Oh, is it ever? Is it ever? And that's our coverage of the infamous Sound of Freedom movie. Great deep diving you did there, Sauce. How were those rabbit holes and did you run out of string for your whiteboard? Yeah, it was, you know, luckily there's some terrific articles that have been in Vice. They've been on his on his tail for a little while, to be honest. Um, but I think the, the biggest damage for me is my algorithm on TikTok in particular <laughs> it's not be good. is a, it's going to take me a week to get myself back out of a Tim Ballard or, or Sound of Freedom. I'm going to have to look a lot of puppies, TikToks of dogs <laughs> to get my algorithm back to where it should be. Uh, feel free to give us a follow on Twitter, uh, Sauce149 and Sunny Sandy 2 E's and an L or Blue Sky if you've been able to snag a code or Threads or um, Mastodon maybe uh, or I don't know, Page, Page us, send us a letter. Um, <laughs> actually, don't don't write a letter because Patriot 101 says I shouldn't open my mail anymore because apparently it's a contract if I open my mail so please don't send me a letter and Australia Post are threatening to take away cash payments so we need to boycott it so no (laughs) posting anything do not support Australia Post they're going cashless (laughs) Uh, feel free to give us some feedback on this one guys we do appreciate the feedback reach out if Elon lets you send us a DM feel free to send us a DM and this was a little bit different it was a little wasn't so much focused in on Australia and Australian movement people it was yeah 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 I felt a little bit like Margaret Pomerantz doing a a a movie specific episode but you know we had to talk about it it's out there it's an important movement moment in the movement the biggest moment some of them will tell you the ones that are just 
freaking out that this movie is going to be the thing. Oh, I just love the, I love the fact that they um, recently screened it with Donald Trump at the front. And what was it? Who was sitting there? It was Donald Trump, Tim Ballard, and, and Jim Caviezel. And Jim Caviezel sitting yeah. there. Oh my gosh! On his on his golf course. It's a QAnon dream come true. Oh, they love it. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Final question here was just about what happened at Bedminster last night. You had the big screening of Sound of Freedom uh, at your club in it New was, Jersey. Uh, um, really, really great. Just tell us how that night was. It was incredible. It was uh, a, a really great movie. Very, you know, very, frankly, depressing in many ways, yeah. but an amazing movie to see, and you have to see it. It'll tell you about borders. It'll tell you about uh, the the what the abuse of children is is just incredible and it had to do with a very important topic that we discuss all you know all over uh, children women also i mean you take a look at what's happening with at the border you take a look at what's happening in some of these countries where children are literally being sold and in big numbers massive numbers of uh, yeah. young people all over the world they they come from all over the world they're being stolen they're being kidnapped it's a horrible thing it's a great movie with tremendous people uh your your lead actor jim is is what a job he's done and the whole thing yeah. is is uh, it was an amazing evening but it's a hard it's a hard movie when that movie's over, you're very, very sad because yeah. of this is going on right now at levels that nobody's really ever seen before. And, and nobody's made thing. it easier uh, to do in this country than, than the Biden administration with the policies that they have. I mean, human They have made it so easy made to it do. so easy to do. And, yeah. Yeah, and they couple that with the Internet. You know, one of the reasons it's so big now, the Internet, but the Biden administration's done absolutely nothing to protect these children. Yeah, you're right about that. Sir, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining me again tonight. It's always good to talk to you. Thank you, Rob. Great honor. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir.